What's up, boss? This is Abraham's wallet. We span the gap between the austerity of obedience to God and the prosperity rising from faithfulness. Run your home and your dough like a biblical boss. What's up, guys? I wanted to quickly jump in and do an emergency podcast episode to talk about this inflation number that came out today. I don't know if you saw it, um, but as of Tuesday, April 12th, inflation is now at 8.5% annually, which is the highest it's been since 1981. That is a 1.2% monthly increase over what we saw last month. So we've talked about inflation on the podcast We've talked about it on the blog. If you go search inflation at abrahamswallet.com, you can see what we think. Um, but I wanted to just make you guys smart here on, uh, you know, if people bring this up, give you some some handles to be able to discuss it, think about how it impacts you. Um, initially, just so that our podcast listeners know, I threw this up on our volley channel. And uh, that's that's where to be if you want to get first dibs on um, new, uh, new hot breaking sports opinions from the Abraham's Wallet crew um, is on the volley channel. It doesn't cost anything to join. There's a link in the description of this podcast. You can join and a bunch of men and women who are sharing all sorts of cool uh, tips and advice around their stories. And I think it's one of the best places to connect, not just with Stephen and I, but with the entire Abraham's Wallet community. Uh, there's people smarter than us, for sure, that are commenting and answering questions. And so check it out. But uh, this was a big enough thing. And I actually wrote some notes. So I thought it would be good to share it with you who have not yet joined the Volley channel. Um, so What's going on with inflation? Well, I talked about the headline number. There was a 0.3% increase in core prices. So the way inflation measurements work is they take a basket of goods and they look at the change in price for that set of goods from time A to time B. There is the one that was used for CPI, uh, Consumer Price Index. That's kind of the headline number. There's also a core number, which excludes energy and food. That number actually came in below expectations, so it was only a 0.3% increase, which tells you that food and gas are really driving some of the big increases we see, which shouldn't be surprising to anybody out there who has bought food or gas in the last month. Um, but that was good news, if you will. It was a little lower than expected. Um, and most people expect that the Fed is going to try and fight this by continuing to raise rates. We've talked about interest rates and how they impact inflation, but the Fed is going to, their goal is that we don't get runaway inflation. Uh, and in the long run, this is good because out of control inflation is very hard to fight. Uh, but in the short run, this can be bumpy for markets because um, it means a few things. Number one, the Fed raises interest rates. Uh, now money is more expensive to borrow. And that means there, like anything, when it gets more expensive, supply goes down. Uh, there's less supply of money and less money in the market means less funding. Now that could be for both early stage startup companies like um, you know, your buddy's tech startup that needs venture capital money 
and it could be for more established firms. Um, so think about publicly traded companies that aren't the really big ones, small cap companies, we call them. Um, they will be impacted by this situation of less access to easy capital. Um, less funding for those companies tends to mean budget cuts. So that you guys, anybody, I don't care if you have a sole proprietorship or you work at a gigantic Fortune 50 company, you can probably think of how budget cuts at a business, whether it's your business or the one you work for, would impact you. Um, they can mean less spending on discretionary items. That could mean they're not going to hire consultants as much. They're not going to replenish equipment at the same rate, which could have an impact on equipment manufacturing. You know, it just kind of ripples throughout the whole economy. Um, but of course, one of the big things that concerns people is that it can also mean headcount reductions. Um, so if you're working for one of these companies that's running out of money, you should be asking yourself, is my company positioned to weather the storm or not? Um, some companies are going to run out of money. And if you work for one of those, if you invest in those, if you own one of those, this is your warning. Um, other companies have a ton of cash. So I don't know the average American part of the reason we're in this pickle is because the government decided the a good way to help people through the pandemic was to just send them a bunch of cash. And they printed that cash virtually out of thin air. Um, and the result is prices went up because everybody went out and spent that cash on all sorts of things. But you know, food, gas, Real estate, all these things are driving kind of the, the big bumps we see in prices. Um, and like some wise families who manage that cash well, some big companies manage that cash well, some small companies, some one person companies manage that cash well, and they've been sitting on a ton of cash and there's nowhere to put it where they can grow it. Um, so they're still waiting with cash around. Those companies are positioned well to actually be able to take advantage of some of the impacts of less free-flowing money. So they'll be scooping up the top talent that becomes available as companies that didn't manage things as well uh, let those people go. They'll be taking advantage, hopefully, of cooling off prices at some point. Um, so this will have a positive impact on some places and a negative impact on some places. But the market, you know, when this inflation number came out today, stock market actually went up. Uh, by about one and a half percent at the peak. And then they started digesting it and thinking about it. And we ended up the day quite, quite down. Um, so the market in the short term is saying this is going to be a bumpy road. And if we look back, I kind of mentioned that this is the highest inflation since 1981. If we look back to 1981, what happened when we hit this inflation peak back then? Well, for the 18 months, from January 1981 through June 1982, the S&P 500 dropped by 25%. So what do you, you might be saying, Mark, what does this mean for my dough? Uh, I work for a big company, my job's pretty safe, uh, but that 401k of mine is getting crushed. Well, stock markets might be in for a bumpy ride. However, like we have said over and over and over here on the Abraham's Wallet podcast, we are not suggesting that it's a good idea to go and try to time the market. Uh, the, the reason being, even if we use my 1980s example, 
the 18 months following that period I just mentioned, so take June 1982 through the end of 1983, the market was up by more than 50%. And if you're going to uh, try and time the market and say, hey, I'm going to sit out until we hit this bump, uh, this, this trough, well, you don't know how far into it are we. The stock market has not done well so far this year. Uh, are we halfway into it? Are we all the way into it and it's going to spike soon? You can miss just a few days of a big stock market rally and miss a huge part of the, the returns. So what we recommend is to make sure that when you put money into an investment account for the long term, that you've got it allocated wisely for the long term. Uh, and you don't lose sleep or stress when it goes up and down. Even in some cases, if you have a lot of time, that, that might go up and down by 30, 40%. As long as you are in the appropriate mix of assets, um, then you shouldn't sweat it if that happens. And you shouldn't come in and out and try to time the market because all of the statistics that have ever studied this show that timing the market results in doing less well than sticking your money in and waiting and not touching it. Um, so timing the market is not good. Make sure that money that you've put into the stock market is appropriately invested you know, and if you say, well, I do have that retirement money that is, I'm okay with that going through this inflation roller coaster. Uh, but I've got a little bit that I might need in three or four years. What should I do with that? And you guys might remember we did another emergency podcast uh, a couple months ago talking about I bonds. Well, I bonds are indexed off of this inflation number, and this inflation number just went way up. Which means if you were interested in I-bonds when inflation was at 6%, you might be really interested if it hits 10. Um, those are still a really good place. They're extremely safe. They're not going to lose value and they index off inflation. So we're not going to dig ourselves out of this inflation situation in the next two months. It's going to take some time. And during that time, you might as well be getting a good return on money that's very safe and, and guaranteed by the federal government. So I-bonds are an even better idea today than they were six months ago. Um, they are not, in my opinion, going to compete with the stock market over the long run because you'll never get that 50% 18-month bump that you would get in markets, um, specifically in equity markets, when things are just roaring back to life. But over a shorter term, they can be wise and unlike the stock market, they're not going to drop and leave you, you know, uh, holding the bag. So that's kind of my take on this inflation number. At the end of the day, I am thankful that we have a Fed that has got some levers to pull to combat inflation, because like I said at the beginning, a hyperinflation environment where your dollar is worth way, way less every year is actually a worse situation than a stock market that goes through a few months or even years of bumpy water. Um, so I'm thankful that we have some levers to pull to combat inflation. I hope that all of the kind of government and regulatory entities do the right things to curtail spending and not exacerbate this problem for political purposes. We'll see if that happens because we are in an election year. Um, but I want you guys to be informed so you can kind of navigate this well, not make any big mistakes. If we do see big ups and downs in the market, 
and maybe even take advantage of a cool little uh, opportunity that has arisen due to this inflation number. Um, so if you would like to talk more about this, like I said, jump on the volley channel. You can always email us mark at abrahamswallet.com. And we would love to hear from you for kind of knowing how inflation has impacted you. If it has, what are you seeing in your, in your hood? We always like to hear from folks. Hope this emergency episode is useful and we will see you next time at our regularly scheduled Wednesday podcast drop.